Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike. We are proud to be kicking off episode 14 and recording now in the new decade, in the new year 2020. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Ready for this, uh, the Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties. Bring back yeah. the flappers. <laughs> right? I, I'm a fan. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Did you do anything fun for New Year's Eve? Um, I did, actually. Uh, went to a downtown Tulsa, went to a couple little cool nighttime spots, and then went to a buddy's apartment in one of the, the towers downtown in we ate far too much pizza and everybody just kind of sat on couches. We're getting old. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> what about you? I was a bartender for the night, so I was pouring drinks while other people were having fun. No, but, uh, well, but it was go. okay. It was okay. It was nice to see other people laughing, drinking, having a good time, you know? So I, I had a lot of fun actually for New Year's Eve. Okay, I was worn out. I, I got home like at, uh, I want to say I got home like at one thirty. Yeah. Uh, so everybody left about 12, probably about 12.30, 12.45. We cleaned up real quick, and it's only like a five-minute drive from my house uh, when there's no traffic. So got home at a no. decent time and then got to sleep in the next day. Boom. That's a big win. Yeah. Hey, so, question for you. With, with sure. the holidays, did it not feel like we had four Mundays in that two-week time? I know, right? Because the holidays, and they land in the middle of the week, it just throws everything off. It was terrible. I'm going to talk to these calendar folks and make them change the days around. Yeah, they need to work on that. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> it's 2020. Let's let's do better. Yeah, we're probably going to get uh, like a Thursday Christmas and a Tuesday New Year's or something crazy like that. I, I mean, it's not uh, going to happen like that. But right. it seems like um, it'll be like a Monday, Monday, or a Tuesday, Tuesday next year or something. Yeah, it'll be something not fun. Yeah, that's okay. It's a uh, those weird scheduled holidays make it easier for people to say, you know what, take the rest of the week off. Yeah, so it's just always it cool. is good for that. Yeah. So, well, hey, let's talk about the beers we're going to drink. Yes. So for episode fourteen, you and I will both be trying Catawba's White Zombie, which is a white ale. I'll be drinking Left Hands Chai Milk Stout Nitro. And you'll be trying out Unveiled Strawberry Bach. Mm, that all sounds fantastic. Yeah, you know, I don't. I I want to say I've tried the White Zombie before, but I cannot remember if I had. So, uh, like maybe that may be a new one for me. And also the Left Hand Chai Milk, I have not had that before, and uh, I'm looking forward to that because I am a big fan of uh chai lattes so oh yeah those are delicious yeah i used to say chai tea lattes and i got corrected so now i say chai latte there you go yeah so uh i've got my white l or the white zombie which is a white l i've got it cracked open poured and ready to go so i'll yeah so Tell us a little bit about the brewery. I know we've had the one of their beers on before. I think you tried their an IPA from them. I did. Uh, so Catawba, a uh, very well-known brewery, 
uh, started in Asheville, North Carolina, 1999. Um, from the sale of their, uh, you know, first five barrel batch back in 99 uh, to now, um, or to their new 30 barrel brew house, uh, their mission has remained the same. And uh, this is coming from their website. So it's not like I just have all this knowledge. I have to look this up. I'll be honest. But they're all about producing drinkable flagship beers with the highest quality, create unique small batch beers inspired by their communities, folklore, and lifestyle, and uh, service their distributor partner with availability of product and support. So it goes on, but uh, we've talked about this before. It was uh, in two episodes ago, in fact. Uh, I had their IPA, which in 2017 was listed as the best IPA in the world, won an award saying so. And it was a fantastic beer, so I'm excited to bring another one of their beers into our lineup. So just a solid brewery. They're doing big things, and uh, I like to support that. Um, this is not a paid endorsement by any means, but when I find a brewery that's doing great stuff, uh, I'm going to say it. Yeah, no doubt, right? So the YL is 5.4% ABV. It's, uh, oh, sorry, it's the Catawba White Zombie is the name of the beer. It's a white ale, 5.4% ABV, which is, um, you know, or no, sorry, 5.1% ABV. I had it. You know what? I can't read. It's all good, man. But it, Five, it is, it's listed right on the can, 5.1. <laughs> yeah, 5.1 ABV. So it's got, so a white ale, are, they're usually a lighter beer. So they're not going to be uh, heavily hopped. They're going to keep the bitterness low. And sometimes they'll have different things, spices added into them. And that's what kind of makes them different from the, the German-style wheat beer. So uh, this is a Belgian-style wheat beer. It's a little bit different because it does have a little bit of spices. And it's um, got a little different different uh, grain bill to it. And we won't go too far down that road. but So it is a little different, but it is a wheat beer. And overall, um, it's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be that have that light body, it's supposed to have that, um, you know, light taste, you know, and some people, some people have the, it's, you know, the wit beer. It's some people will say it's a, you know, a, a late fall to late winter beer, but you know, a lot of people are making them year round. I think I've said on the podcast before that, um, Sam Adams cold snap is probably one of my favorite wit beers. And it's for the same reason it's light crisp and it's got a little bit of spice to it. They pour anywhere from very pale to uh, cloudy, pale yellow, and this one kind of meets that. It's not—I wouldn't say it's sitting sitting in my glass clear by any means, but it's very light yellow. It's very light in the taste. Um, I'd say the body is kind of light to medium, um, and it just—it hits the tongue. It's very crisp and clean. I like it a lot. It's got—I'm getting a little bit of uh, lemony, uh, orangey type taste um you know i get almost no bitterness out of it and uh, i know you probably can pick pick up on the bitters a little bit better than i can but um i think it, yeah, there's I, I, no bitters in this yeah. i mean the ibu on this it's a is a seven so very very low and i'm not getting any at all as i drink this well, I, and i think that's how it's supposed to be so i mean if we're both not finding anything then it means good things about the spear I think it's good. Um, you know, these are supposed to be light, crisp beers that you can drink with almost any food. So I know we, we do food pairing 
uh, commentary here and there. This is something you can pair with almost anything, I would think. You know, it's got a it's, that's light and crispness to it. You know, when when you go eat wings or you go do something else, I think you could easily put this beer right in front of you while you're doing that. Or if you're having a burger, or if you're having a steak, or if you're having like you know chicken parmesan. Hell, I don't know all these things into one, right? Right. Um, you know where I'm going to go with that, Mike? Yes. Where are you going to go? So. I've got to, I'm going to bring three very different things into this and bring it together in a way that's going to make the people go OMFG. Do it. So the can art. Yes, right? the can art. The can art. It's got a picture of a zombie, which is great. But the color purple that they use, I believe there's three shades of purple that make up the background of the can and also the, the picture of the zombie and even includes the letters uh, where it says white zombie, white ale, right? Mm-hmm. So I want a Juicy Lucy with this beer. And for I'm, our friends that live up north, they know that's something that's, uh, I mean, it comes from Minneapolis, right? Minnesota. I just thought it was the nickname of your previous girlfriend. Uh, no, no, no. The Juicy Lucy, it's a very distinct type of, of hamburger. They take two patties, put some cheese in the middle, seal it up, and then grill it. And, oh, uh, so you have to be hey, careful. You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Yeah, see? Um, you got to be careful when you bite into this burger, because if you don't do it right, it's going to spray some hot grease all over the place. Uh, if you go into, <laughs> I think it's Tom's Diner. I've mm-hmm. only been there once, but uh, it's... Where it's is Tom's Diner at? Wall. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, okay. It's called the Juicy Lucy? Yes. Or the Lucy Juicy? No, it's it's the Juicy Lucy. Juicy Lucy. I mean, there's a couple other spots in town that say they had the original, but like, no, when you go to this one little diner, little corner dive bar, it's like, you know, it started there and everybody else is trying to copy them. <laughs> but I want yeah. a Juicy Lucy from this little dive spot with amazing burgers. Um, and you know what? Do you know what other thing is from Minneapolis that is all about purple, Mike? Um, no. Prince. Oh. Okay. Purple Rain. I mean, it was all about beautiful. He's from Minneapolis? Yes. I'm going to put that on Today I Learned. Yeah, Google it. Fact check me. I mean, I can't right now. No, okay. I will later. I mean, I believe you. I I respect his music. It's not something I I listen to uh, a lot by any means, but I respect his music and him and an artist and all that kind of stuff. So, cool. Yeah, so you like how I tied Prince, Purple Rain, White Zombie Beer, and Juicy Lucy's all into one? Mm. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, overall, I mean, <laughs> to, to go back to the beer, I guess. <laughs> overall, you know, I, I really like this beer. I, I typically like White L's and the, the German Wheat counterparts. I like them as well. These are some of my favorite styles. Uh, I think because the bitterness is low, but I also think – the, the crispness and the zestiness of the beer and the, and the flavor and all that, I think, I, you know, it's one of the things I really like. The, so something I'll talk about real quick is the carbonation on this is actually lower than what I thought it would be. So it's a little bit, I wouldn't want to say it's undercarbonated, but it may be just, you know, a, a tad less than expected for something like this. So it's, I actually like it. Um, you know, it's less than I expected, but I, I, I think I prefer it this way. It's really, really well done. 
the flavors are, are, are well balanced. I think, you know, the, 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 there's nothing overpowering. So everything just makes it easy to drink. And so this is definitely a beer that you can have several of. So when you're hanging out with the, with, with the buddies and whether it's after a ball game or watching a ball game or just, you know, by the pool or whatever you're doing, you could have several of these. And I think that's what makes them a popular beer uh, for, for a variety of reasons. So I would oh, yeah, definitely. This is super. I, no, go ahead. Sorry. You first. I know this is very much a sessionable beer, crushable, whatever word you want to use there. Yeah. And it is very light, crisp front to back. And it's like, man, you could totally take some of these down. And even these are served in a 16-ounce can. And you could take down two or three of these and really just enjoy life. So I'm not sure where all around the United States that Catawba distributes. But I would say if you're able to get your hand on this, that I would definitely put this on the bucket list. And definitely try to get one and try it out. And by one, you mean case, right? I, but sure. I, I mean, if you're going to go, you can't yes. buy just one. You're going to buy no. at least a sixer, right? So, Absolutely. You know, get your hands on some, try it. it it'll be worth it. I think I think people, they'll like it, whether they're, um, you know, coming from a variety of different places. I think the White L, just like the, the whip beer, other whip beers that uh, are common, I think people enjoy them because they're, they're easy to drink. So there you go. I'd put it on my bucket list. No, I'm with you, uh, hands down. Uh, I mean, I would give almost the same exact review as you there, um, other than going off on a tangent with, with all things Minnesota. But no, definitely, definitely going on my bucket list. I plan on getting more of these uh, next time I'm through. Uh, I've, actually, I found these in North Carolina um, on the opposite side of the state over by Charlotte. Uh, so super easy for me to get more of those again as I travel through there with my day job. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, so Catawba Brewing is actually in Asheville, North Carolina, for the listeners. And we want you to put Catawba's White Zombie, which is a white L, on your bucket list. And I'd say check them out on social media. They're doing some cool th- some cool things. And just uh, Google up Catawba Brewing, and you can find them on you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. So. Absolutely. All right, so let's Mike, take a uh, – oh, go yeah. ahead. I was going to say the same thing. Let's take a quick break, uh, get our yeah. our own beers lined up, and uh, we'll be right back. See ya. And welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us through the commercial break. Mike, I'm going to kick it right to you. What are you drinking, buddy? So in front of me, I have the Chai Milk Stout Nitro from Left Hand Brewing. It is delicious. Left Hand Brewing is in Longmont, Colorado, which is like 30, 45 minutes north of Denver. Uh, it's like halfway between Denver and Fort Collins. And they quasi started in 1993. They were originally Peaks Brewing Company or Indian Peaks Brewing Company. And they found out that name was changed, right? Or th- that name was taken. I'm sorry. The name was taken. So they changed it to Left Hand. Uh, and there's a little story uh, behind that. You know, it's a, a link to the Arapaho tribe, uh, which is cool. And that's the tribe that was uh, in the local area during the winter. So it's got a little bit of, uh, you know, try to keep that Native American connection. Anyhow, so they officially opened for business in 1994 as Left Hand Brewing. Um, And you can find them at Left Hand Brewing on the different social medias. 
Um, and they are doing, I mean, they've done big things for a long time. Everybody knows left-hand milk stout. Um, and they've got a whole list of other beers. However, I saw this at the store and knowing that I liked every beer from them so far and I had not tried, tried this. So I picked it up. So let me take a few drinks here. Do you have any questions about left-hand while I'm drinking? Uh, I don't, but I've never had a beer with chai in it before. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, Cause this is an Avenue. Uh, I'm going to have to take it at some point. I want to try one of these just hearing about this. Well, it is definitely not what I expected. So the chai milk stout nitro is 5% ABV. It is very chai. You know what I'm saying with that? Like two chai? I The taste really punches you right up front. Like it hits the front of the tongue. I like chai. So, and I, you know, I think I like my chai lattes and uh, I've had chai, um, which is a type of tea, you know, hot. Um, right. I like it. It's very creamy. It's got... It's got a lot of those typical chai flavors of the, the cinnamon kind of comes on strong and the, the, you know, that kind of stuff, but it is, it is nice and creamy. It's, um, sorry, I was taking another drink here just to get my, my bearing straight. Um, so it's not as thick bodied as I was thinking it might be. So it's, um, you know, with the left hand, the, the, just the milk stout there, the nitro or whatnot, it's, they've got, it's got a bit more, bit more of a body. Um, so I, it's lighter in the body than I thought. And the taste is a little bit up or forward, more forward than I thought it would be too. Um, which is all okay. Um, I actually, uh, had, asked the people because I'd not heard of this and I wanted some information I actually had asked the people at left hand to give me some more information on it and they sent me the sell sheet which is super awesome oh that's super cool yeah so the chai milk stout nitro is a stout with spices added they describe it as a super smooth milk stout nitro with aromatic spices so they describe it as being uh, fully black the different malts are two row, uh, roasted barley, flaked oats, Munich malts, uh, and some chocolate malts. It's got two hops in it, Magnum and U.S. Goldings. And the short flavor description, super smooth milk stout nitro with aromatic spices. So that they're just, they're really not saying a whole lot about the chai that's in it. It's limited availability. You can pick it up in a four pack, which is what we did. Um, no, actually, I, I, I'm not sure I did. I usually get a four pack. I think this was part of like a pick six, pick six beer buffet kind of thing. Oh, gotcha. But uh, man, I'm telling you, I, it's it's it is different than what I thought, but I cannot help but like it. I, you know, mm-hmm. does that does that make sense? Like it's, it's obviously it not what I was hoping for, but as I'm drinking it, I'm kind of digging it. Right. So I'm yeah. curious with this because there's certain aromas you expect from anything chai mm-hmm. you know like some strong cinnamon spice ginger 
or any other, you know, I want to say winter flavors or aromas, but are you getting any specific notes like that out of it? Or is it just well blended and it just smells good overall? So I'm not getting, the smell is very light. And then as I smell it, I can, I can pick up on some of that very, it, it, and I'm not going to say how I've got the best nose on the planet either, but I'm not getting a whole lot of it. It's very light. However, in a taste, I can taste a lot more of that. Oh, right on. So I, you know, I can taste a lot of those, uh, the cinnamon, the, did you say ginger? Uh, that may be, yeah. you know, the spice ginger kind of thing. Um, and you can kind of get a, there's a little bit of a coffee roastiness in the back end. But, you know, so I don't smell it as much as I taste it. Right on. Um, no, nothing wrong which is that. fine. Yeah. Uh, it's got a nice frothy head. It's kind of chilled out a little bit since I've been sitting here sipping on it. It started off a little bit thicker. Uh, maybe, you know, I, pour, I poured the entire can. And so it's the 16 ounce pint glass or 16 ounce pint can poured it into a pint glass. And originally it popped up with a pretty good head, maybe an inch or so. And now it's kind of down to like maybe a quarter inch of head or so, but it's super smooth and creamy. I like it a lot, but I kind of expect that from the nitro beers, expect it from left hand cause they do good stuff. So overall, Again, not what I expected, but I would definitely put this. I'll say this: if you like chai, if you like the chai latte, or if you know whatever, I think this is a beer that if you know that going in that to expect those strong flavors, and you like that, I think you'd enjoy it a lot. It is definitely for a specific group. If you are not sure about chai, you're like, eh, chai lattes, they're just okay. Avoid it. Just don't even worry about it because it's it's very much up front and you're not going to have a good time, hmm. but, but I, but I enjoy that and I like it and I like the beer and it's uh, halfway gone. Wow. Very good. So it sounds like you would easily put this on your craft beer bucket list. Yes, I would. And I caught you taking a big old drink there. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's what it's all about is you catching me right as I'm drinking and I'm trying to do the same to you. Yeah, it, it works out that way a lot, actually. So, and I love that because in case of people forgot, or this is like maybe their first episode, I am in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, recording this from my home office, and you are in Richmond, Kentucky, doing the same. Absolutely. So we don't see each other. There's a, we're doing this, you know, via a web application called Zencaster. So in, in case y'all didn't know that, that's that's our format. That's how we do this. And we have a lot of fun. Uh, we try to, you know, put the best beers on the table and go from there. Absolutely. So, Ray, I will say this. I would definitely put the Chai Milk Stout Nitro from Left Hand Brewing on the bucket list. I think it's a beer that's uh, unique, number one, and I think it tastes just fine uh, for for folks that would like the, the, the chai aspect of it. So, uh, I say this goes on the bucket list, man. Outstanding. I'm excited for that. Yeah. So uh, what are you drinking over there? I am drinking a Strawberry Bach by the Unveiled Brewing Company. Yeah. So uh, we know that they're based out of Novato, California. Um, but, dude, this is my first Strawberry Bach. Okay. How's it taste? And, uh, I haven't tried it yet. I've been holding oh. out on this. Okay. So I like to take my fruity beers and pour them into a margarita glass. There's That's not a secret. I've done it before, I think. A couple of times at least on the podcast yeah and i gotta tell you the this doesn't look like a beer in my margarita glass at all it doesn't 
It's got this nice, uh, I'm not a color person. I'm totally a dude with this. But top to bottom, it goes from like this nice light pink hue down to a yellow color that resembles a light beer. But I see a separation in my margarita glass. I think that's super cool. Huh. Yeah, and maybe it's just the way the light is reflecting off of it. I don't know, dude. Like I said, I'm not a color expert by any means, but that's just how I see it. So when I think of Bach beers, um, I usually so and I know different people from around the different uh, states and around the world will have different ideas. But growing up in Texas and Oklahoma, when you think of Bach, you think of Shiner Bach, right? Um, you know, which is a dark Bach beer um, or Amber Bach. I think that's a popular one too, just because it's you know widely sure. distributed and whatnot. But um, you know, Bach beers. Um, are stronger than a typical lager. So it's going to be dark amber. It's going to be amber to dark amber in color. You're going to have a lot of uh, malt flavors and uh, not a lot of hoppiness or whatnot like that. So how does that, how does that compare to what you're seeing in front of you? I mean, as a guy that's drank, I don't know how many, I'm going to just say dozens of, of Shiner Bach beers in my life. It tastes nothing like that. Okay. Um, so where I, th- I think it has some traditional, you know, Bach flavors, uh, the strawberry that's, that's very well pronounced in this. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think how to describe this. I'm not a Cicerone by any means. So I'm just using regular guy words to describe this. Uh, and I just took another big drink to try to draw something out of this. But I'll start with the hoppiness. Being an IPA guy, super low um, IBUs. I would guess that this it may be, I would say less than 10. Uh, I don't see it printed on the can. And I couldn't find anything else specifically about it. Uh, maybe I didn't look hard enough, but I bet it's maybe 6 to 7 IBUs. Uh, low alcohol content, it's only 6%. So it makes it a light beer, super easy to drink. Uh, but the strawberry notes, like I said, really come through very well okay Uh, the carbonation is low so it has this uh, super smooth mouth feel uh, which is nice um i could i i would say it goes down like a bach beer i guess yeah so and bach beers you know they range from you know the very light my bach to the heavier doppel bach so i mean there's there's a range there i'm just diving right back in i'm actually enjoying this uh, for me, this is something uh, I wouldn't shoot for uh, this time of year. This is yeah. a summertime beer, like hands down, summertime, out on the lake, kicking it with the guys. Um, I don't know if I'd go hang out with a bunch of guys like on our annual fishing trip. Yeah. I'm not going to take a six-pack of these on the boat, just to be real. Um, I'm not going to say I'm too manly for a strawberry bock, but it's not – something that necessarily speaks to, you know, my taste bros on that level. Um, but if you have a, a, a well-diverse crowd, you know, like if we're out with just with all of our friends, I think this is smashable. Um, the ladies would certainly enjoy this. Uh, plenty of other guy friends would enjoy it. Uh, this would go great with a nice, you know, light meat and cheese board. And it'll be super enjoyable. Yeah. I was going to say, so what kind of food might you uh, enjoy with the strawberry box? So, Meat and cheese board? Yeah, absolutely. That would go for a, a lighter cheese, a nice Havarti, some Fontina, 
uh, maybe get some prosciutto out, you know, some nice salty uh, Italian meats. Um, I wouldn't go for a strong cheese. Definitely not a brie, not a cheddar. Cheddar, in my mind, wouldn't go well with this. Uh, maybe some goat cheese, something spreadable, you know, put on a nice cracker. You uh, said goat cheese while you're talking about a Bach beer. <laughs> hey, I'm just thinking light cheeses that, that are palatable and would go great with the strawberry notes inside of this. But like the, the goat is like the, the universal symbol of Bach beers, right? No, you're right. And, and you're absolutely right. And you know, even on this can here, Mike, um, I, the can art on this is super cool. So awesome unplanned segue here. But it's got uh, two goats butting heads. And there's like a, uh, a diagonal line cutting through it where you see like the outside of the goat. And the other half is like an x-ray view. You see the skeleton of the goat. Oh, cool. Yeah, so super cool there. And I, and I didn't even think about that when I mentioned goat cheese. Um, I just like cheese made with goat's milk. It happens to be delicious and it's super light. Have you ever had goat's milk? Yes, I have. So, uh, small, small rabbit hole is I went with my friend Sam to a farm where we got raw goat's milk. And I tried it. when it, So, I tried it chilled. It wasn't warm. It was chilled, but it was uh, unfiltered, I guess you'd say. Um, right, unpasteurized. Un, un, yeah, unprocessed and unprocessed. all that kind of stuff. Okay, I'm with So, you. I tried it, and I liked it. It wasn't you bad. It was pretty good. Uh, had a little oh, bit of so a grassy creamy, flavor to it. Yes. Very creamy and a little bit of a grassy yeah. flavor to it. It was good. So anyway, continue. Sorry. No, you're you're good. Uh, so for me, you know, summertime beer, pair it with something light. Um, like I'm not going to have a brat or a burger with this. Not, not what I want. I want a darker, more robust beer for that. But just chilling with everybody, you know, again, light meat and cheese board. Boom. Winner, winner, chicken dinner every time. Would you put this on your craft beer bucket list? Oh, abs- no, this is, yeah, it's a fantastic beer. I enjoy it. It's not one I'm just going to go to immediately. You know, I'm an IPA guy. I want a double IPA. I want those strong bitters. Um, but I can enjoy something like this. Uh, on the light side, you know, the right time and place, absolutely. Certainly enjoyable. I recommend everybody give this one a try. It's on my craft beer bucket list. Very cool. Well, I know we've talked a lot, and uh, we'll bring it to a close. Catawba White Zombie, which is a white L, the Left Hand Chai Milk Stout Nitro, and the Unveiled Strawberry Bock. All three of the beers, Ray and I, are saying go on your crap or your bucket list. So, for episode 14, we thank you for listening, and I'll let Ray take us out with the social medias. All right, guys. So, yeah, thanks for uh, hanging out with us today and listening to us jabber on about these three amazing beers. If you would, give us five stars on Apple Podcast. Give us thumbs up or whatever they have available wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And by all means, please give us a comment. We love to respond to our listeners. I love that interaction. And of course, all the breweries that we mentioned today, we have links to all of their social media and their websites as well. So I look forward to talking to you guys on episode 15 and uh, have a great rest of the week. Mike, any final thoughts? No. None. All right. See you guys. Adios.